Hi, this is Emily. And this is Maddie. And this is Spill the Meat. Spill it. Spill it all over the place. <laughs> right? You can't just, can you just do it all right? <laughs> Bitch, the pot, the tea is hot. Hot, hot, yeah, we got it. Whoop, whoop. Welcome to Spill the Mead, a history gossip podcast. We're gonna gossip, baby. We're gonna gossip about history. You know what we're gonna gossip about today? Yeah, we are. Um, this is part two. This is a weird part two because we usually record them on the same day. And yeah. we've had a couple days in between. Yes. This, so. is, this is like throwing me off a bit, but I'm still in it. I'm still here for Captain Jack. Yep. yep I'm yep. still ready. Yep, no, stay here for Captain Jack, and also, don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon for additional and exclusive content. It's so good. It's so good. You'll love it. We, we have hit. a new little series coming for Valentine's Day, too. Yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah, it's really cute. It's really, really cute. It's very romantic. We've had a little Patreon surge, too, this week. That was really... Yeah! We've had a surge in general, like, messages, very nice messages coming in yeah. from people. You guys are just great. We love you guys. Yeah. I hope you know, like, every message we get from you guys, we literally... Literally, I'm not like exaggerating. We cry. No, yeah. We call each other immediately yeah. and talk about it for like an hour about like how happy it makes us. Oh, like, yeah. I have this feeling in my heart right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a counseling session about how happy we are. Seriously. And we just like ride the high for the rest of the Forever. week. Like, yeah. It's so nice. So thank you so much for taking the time yes, to, yeah, to reach out and tell us that you're liking it. We appreciate you. Yeah. Um, let's get into to it. So in part one, um, I pissed you off really good <laughs> um, yep, with yep. this whole story. Mm-hmm. And we left off with a good number of MODOK people in Captain Jack's stronghold. However, it is still a pretty small band of people. Okay. And we're talking about 55 people. And I say people because this is not just men. This is families, you know, men, women, children, like old, young, like Full-blown families waiting in this stronghold right now. Um, does this not remind... It's, we always have to throw in a good Lord of the Rings <laughs> reference. Does this yes. not remind you of In yes. the Two Towers with all the kids? Yep. And then, like, Awen's like, I have to go in there with the children. Oh, gosh. And they put, like, the little helmet. Oh. Or the giant helmet on, on the little, this little head. baby. Oh, no, yeah. oh, my gosh. And then so Aragorn scared. goes up to that little kid with the with the sword. And he's like, this is a great sword, buddy. Yeah. And you're I, like, it's I, not. He's probably going to die. Yeah, he's... Like, thanks, Aragorn. Literally going to walk out the door and die. Yeah. yeah. And if he doesn't, it's because of you, Aragorn. Yeah. <laughs> it's because you were slicing heads off of orcs. But, yeah. yeah. That's that's what that... It's the vibe it's giving me. I just had to throw that yeah, out there. Gosh. Anytime I can make a Lord of the Rings reference, I'm going to. You got it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, this gives kind of Morador vibes because we're going to talk about the Lava Beds National Monument. Oh, shit. Yeah. Which is where this all takes place. This is where Cap- Captain Jack's stronghold is today. It is the Lava Bed National Park, National okay. Monument. Oh, right, because this is like their their sacred land, yes. right? Yeah, but this was created by the creator for, for them. them. Oh, yeah, right. specifically okay. for that. them. Yeah. I would have been to agree. Yeah. I think it was. I also agree. You know, I just yeah, I got a feeling. Um, Oh, yeah, absolutely. So this area is on the Oregon-California border, just to give you where on the map we are right now. This area of lava beds takes up 47,000 acres. 
Yeah, it's huge. Um, there's up to 800 caves, up to 500 lava tubes running through this area. It's what is a lava tube? Pretty much a cave, except at one point there was lava in it. Cool. So, yeah, so it's essentially the the tubes <laughs> that lava flows out of the volcano and, like, up through. And once all the lava clears out of it, it leaves this giant cave. That is much more self-explanatory than I expected. Right, isn't yeah, it? Sometimes it's nice, you know? And then I didn't imagine a cave, though, so that that's good to know. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sure lava tubes have some crazy science name, you know. Oh, probably, <laughs> but I like lava tube. It's just a tube that had lava in it. Yeah, it sounds real chill when yeah. volcanoes are terrifying. Oh, so, no, I know. So lava tube is a very chill name. I like it. And people will like, I'm, I'm not sure about the Lava Beds National Monument, but in Hawaii, people would like hike in lava tubes. Like, ah. <laughs> like that's so scary. Mm, I'm going to hard pass on that yeah, one. Yeah, that's so scary. Yeah, absolutely not. No, um, thank you. I mean, good for them. That's badass, but wow, no. Oh, no, yeah. No. I'm too much of a weenie. Oh, yeah, no, there's no way. Yeah. So, um, so all of this lava in this area was brought in from a shield volcano out by Medicine Lake. Um, and again, to stress, because I just can't stress this enough, this is their sacred spot. None of them were necessarily talking to each other when everything went down in part one. Mm-hmm. All of the bands fled separately and all of them came to this spot. Like, Aww. yes, this is, you know, the creator, like everything started here. Like he Can made this for them. Okay, can I have, like, a little teeny, weensy, huge spoiler in just, like, a, do I need to mentally prepare myself for heartbreak? Um, because, like, I'm so invested right now. In this episode? No. Okay. No. Be okay. hopeful. Okay. Be hopeful. All right. I mean, ultimately, we all know how <laughs> the story with the indigenous peoples of North Overall, America it ends. Go well. I just want to hear a win for them. You know, I just want a win. Okay, hang with me. Hang okay, with me. Stay right. hopeful. Like just the level of anxiety I need to have. That's all. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Stay. Stay. Okay. Hopeful. Yeah. 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 But we'll get. We'll get through this. Okay. And, yeah. Oh God. That's take my ominous. hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm just gonna look deeply into your eyes. Yeah. We've got it. <laughs> um. Okay. I'm gonna spend like the first little bit of this going really hitting hard on the terrain here because it's very important. Okay. Um, especially if you're unfamiliar with lava rock and you know what a volcanic field would look like. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we touched on it a little bit in the Kamehameha episode, but if you are new here and unfamiliar with it, lava rock is rough. Like literally, f- physically, metaphorically, lava rock is a very rugged terrain. It will cut you up. Ooh. It's, yeah, it's hard to walk on. You don't want to fall on it. Um, very rocky, very uneven, very sharp. Um, again, this whole area is essentially lava. This piece of land is called the Land of Burnt Out Fires. Whoa. And that's what it looks like. Um, oh. Yeah. So these volcanic eruptions for over half a million years ago have built up this super rocky, unforgiving terrain. So there's different levels. We have kind of trenches going on. There's caves. There's lava tubes. It's crazy out here. I'm wondering right now at this point in the story, like, why this is their sacred land. Because it sounds 
like so literally rough. <laughs> yeah, it is rough. Yeah, literally, they figuratively. they knew what to do with it. But also, like, yeah, I was going to say, like, is not uh, volcanic soil also extremely fertile? Like, give volcanic rock time, and that is going to be like the most fertile land you've ever got. Like, given enough time. I honestly, I don't know, but that makes sense to me because like that they would just innately know because this is their this is their sacred land. Like yeah. this is their oh gosh land. I so, oh, like I literally believe like the land talks to them. Mm-hmm. You know, like they knew exactly what to do with this land. I do. Okay, so where their um, tribes were located, where the bands were located. It sounds to me, again, I'm so sorry if this is inaccurate. This is what I got from the research I did. Where they were living was along the river. Okay. So it was a lot more forgiving. It wasn't on top of lava rock like where we are right now. This was just a sacred place where they would come to like right. pay their respects and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I'm just, that does absolutely make sense. For some reason in my head, I'm like, wouldn't, wouldn't sacred lands be like places you could right to? But I guess, no, it makes more sense that like sacred lands aren't a place to live at. They're a place to like go to, to worship, to pray, like to do whatever you need to do to feel like religiously, spiritually like fulfilled. Yeah. You know, so I suppose like I just kind of had the wrong mindset about it that actually now that you mentioned that, like makes way more sense. Yeah. And again, I, they're could have been people living here, but it in general, it wouldn't be the best terrain. <laughs> it didn't sound like to me. It sounded like you know, for the most part, this is where people would kind of make a pilgrimage to. Mm-hmm. You know, it was nearby. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, there could have been a band living there already. It did not sound like that to me. It from what I heard, Captain Jack did not get to the stronghold and meet up with people already living there. Mm-hmm. But all of them know this area. So Oh, well. Right. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is their land. <laughs> this is their land. They, they know it. They have been living there for about 11,000 years. People Holy have been. fuck. Yeah. People have been o- occupying this land for 11,000 years. Like, <laughs> okay. That, no. like, increases the rage factor a little bit. I'm not going to. Oh, like, yeah. Settlers. No. The fucking gall. I know. Okay. Yeah. No, I know. Yep. When we go back to like our solicitor thing too, of like, we showed up here and Mm -hmm. then pulled in the military to protect us from the people that were here already. It's all just like, "Ah, yeah. Let's go back into that. Now that home that we're talking about is like your child, not only your childhood home, but like your father built it with his hands. Yeah. Like you inherited that home. Yeah. From your yeah, your great grandfather. Oh my god. Built it with his own hands. Your father you know? built the addition, that yeah. bonus room on the back, yep, the computer just, room yep. in the nineties. Yeah. God. Your father built that. God fucking fucks. Okay. Yep. Sorry, continue. Yep. And the creator put them there, made that land just for them. And their creator told them that they will be small in number but mighty in heart. Like the whole thing. Shut just the f- no, I know. Oh like my God. Um, yeah, so again, this terrain, think high desert, think rocky, jagged rocks. Um, I have never been there, unfortunately. We will go, Emily, one day. Oh, we live we're making a enough. trip. Yeah. We could absolutely take like a road trip there. Oh, yeah. We've talked about hitting a Northern California Renaissance Fair anyways. Yep. We will go here one day. Oh, hell yeah. But until 
we get to go. And because this is a long way from a lot of people and some people may never get to see this one day. Um, oh, we need to like go like with someone from the Modoc tribe. Like if they give us permission, oh, would gosh. that not be like... That I don't know if we be. deserve that honor, but like, <laughs> yeah, I know. but maybe we can watch from a distance yeah, or something like, and just weep. Could you just like tell us about it? Yeah, but like, I feel like I need to be given permission to go there. They have like, a, it's too mm, sacred. No, they have like a monument there. Um, I'll post a picture of that. And um, it looks like a big oh. long pole and they like tie different things. Like they leave Okay, we're going to that. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, yep. no. Oh, oh my, my it gosh. Just yeah. really, really like pulls at my heart. Um, but anyways, I looked up like on the National Park website, mm-hmm. like things to expect and, you know, to really try to get an idea of what this terrain is like. So just to let everyone know, um, it says you can bring your pets, but really think about it because the terrain may be unsafe for pets. There's really sharp rocks. They get really, really hot. Um, there's really thorny uh, plants out there and really sharp, like, yeah, I mean, it said use caution if you take, like, you know, your pets out here and that kind of thing. Their little paw pads could even get. Those are tough small. little paw pads. They are tough little paw pads. And, and they so, can't even handle it. Yep. And Ooh. everything said really intensely hot in the summer, very cold in the winter. And that's Ooh. where we are now. Classic very cold. Desert. Yep. Yep. Um, again, lots of lava tube trenches. Um, there is also a nearby lake in this area, the Thule Lake. And so you have a good water source there. Um, The caves provided shelter and they also reinforced all of these lava tube trenches and caves with fortified rock walls. So it's pretty much this labyrinth of lava rock, caves, walls, and lava tubes that that they know, that they helped build and reinforce. It's, yeah. We, we could never. We no. would be so lost. Like, it's yeah. not even funny. Ooh, but they ooh, know it. That's, like, cool, though. That's I cool know. shit. Yeah, again, I will post pictures. It's, oh, gosh. And, like, all the caves and everything. I'm it's, really tempted to pick up my phone right now and, like, look it up for myself. I really want to, like, have a visual of this. Do you want to? Yeah, do I'm it. Look it up. Okay, do it. Oh, whoa. Wow. I don't know Don't look why. up anything about the story. If no, it, no, no, if no. I, I'm in the okay. images section right now. Okay, yeah. Um, if there's a plaque, don't read it. No, no, okay. no, there is not. <laughs> don't do anything. I'm just looking at a bunch of jagged ass rocks and yeah. wow, fuck. I don't know why, like, I didn't even imagine that, but like, Jesus. And there's lava tubes. And there's lava. So. They're so fucking cool looking. So you're seeing really, really tall jagged rocks, really, really deep jagged trenches, and everything in between. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Wow. Like, I'm really, really understanding thistly. why Sam had such a hard time pulling Frodo up Mount Doom. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, Sorry, I will for a little I just watched the last one again. Oh. Return of the King. I just watched it the other day. I cried through the entire second half. I'm not okay. It's just so fucking good. I do. But, like, I, I'm, I've been thinking of Mount Doom this entire time. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, also, I know that you watched the third one because you Snapchatted me, like, Oh, just I almost did. all of it. I did. I did. <laughs> I, love you so much. I did. I love it. So I, I, and I was probably crying in the background. Yeah. No, I was too. I was like, oh my yeah. god, oh, this is my fire. Damn. Right 
gosh. Actually, through most of it, you were gawking at uh, Liv Tyler's dress and how. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I actually, like, recorded a very long bit of me, like, drooling over Aragorn. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, this is, like, I literally listened back to it, and I was like, I sound creepy <laughs> right now. I was like, the noises I was making. It's, like, just Aragorn and me in the background, like, Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Mm. There's like too many, like, mm. yeah. <laughs> oh, like, no. Okay, this is fucking weird. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's this sexual assault. It. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a little offensive. <laughs> Do I just to, like, I'm sorry, mm. Vigo Morris. Yeah. <laughs> that was uncalled for. I <laughs> still love you, though. Marry me. God, I love you. <laughs> Throw those doors open. <laughs> Brother husbands. Oh, My husband will accept it, I think. He'll be okay with it. Okay, anyways, wow, sorry. No, you're good. So, um, yeah, unforgiving terrain in an unforgiving season Uh is what we're talking about. So, let's get back to the story, shall we? So, where we left off was an order came in to remove all of the Modoc people from where they are now, their homelands, and put them back on the reservation. Okay. Um, And so, when they came to do that, you know... Peacefully, but by force, if you must. God, <clears throat> I hate that. Yes, they came right in and they started arresting people willy-nilly. Shots mm-hmm. were fired. This whole thing started. They all fled. All of um, the Modoc people fled to Captain Jack's stronghold. So now the military's out there like, oh, whoops. I mean, we, we killed a lot of them, but I mean, a lot of them still got away. And so the Oregon government's like, well, we just simply cannot have this. The entire tribe needs to be arrested. This is completely insane. We need to call in militias to protect the settlers that are already there. And we are calling in, yeah, they're calling in backup military from Vancouver to come down to, yeah, to get them all out of this stronghold, which is not what they're calling it now, but that's what it is, getting them out of the stronghold and on the reservation. So the military gets called in January, 1873, the whole last US Army, over 300 men, over 300 men are called in. Yes, I've seen different ratios. I've seen 10 to one, I've seen six to one. Either way, that's not good. Those are the ratios we're looking at. And this is the mindset that the military is in right now is this is going to take half a day. We're going to ride in. They are cocky. They are just so confident. This can be quick, 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 quick. Um, just as a side note, because I know you look so mad. I'm so mad too. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm over here like just like glaring. No, at I know. No, it's fucking, it's infuriating. But on a side note, it's a happy side note. There was some humanity out there right now. There were humanitarian groups out there who were like, hey, this is fucked. Like, Thank fucking God. Yeah. Jesus like, there was Christ. a lot of activists out there saying like, this is not okay. Like trying to God, get petitions okay. out there, trying to get things to happen. Okay. Cause I was about to lose all hope. In no, I know. Yeah, right no, <laughs> but no. Okay. There were people who like, there were people definitely who didn't have to care and they did. And, and they that did. means something. And took a stand and, and okay. like, and we're trying and like, and to be clear, like white settlers, like, you know, yeah. Yes. People who did not have a horse in the race. Exactly. That it means something. Looking from the outside and we're like, hey, this is that's wrong. And I'm going to say this is wrong. Okay. 
Their right. grievances did make their way all the way up to President Grant. Whoa. Yes, he heard them. Good for them. Yep, and God. he's like, God, don't worry. I've got it. I am going to enact a peace policy, which is like, oh, fucking tight. It's about time, right? Let me tell you what the peace policy is. The peace policy is Uh we are going to round up all of the Native American people. Already off to a bad start. Yeah. Okay. And then we're going to put you on these reservations wherever we tell you that they're going to be. And you're not going to do anything about that. You're going to be really peaceful about it. And this that's why like it's a peace policy. the same fucking thing as before. Yeah, no, it's it's literally nothing has changed. Now it's just called a peace policy. Uh-huh. Yeah, literally not. And so the activists are out there like, oh, okay, yeah, peace policy, cool. No, 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 no. It is literally just... It's the same fucking thing. Yeah, it's literally, this is a peace negotiation. no. A peace policy, but only because you're going to go peacefully and you're going to let us drag you, essentially. that That's why it's Sounds peace. Like it's like you're like hmm. just... Oh, it sounds like you just are thinking I'm stupid. That's like... <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, no, it's a peace policy. You believe me, right? No! Yeah. It's not! Like, God... So, but I called it a peace policy, though. That doesn't mean it's peaceful, asshole. Peace is in the word, though. Like, it's yeah, in the title. But, but peace is in it. You just sound crazy. I yeah. feel like President Grant is going to gaslight me into being I, like, it's peaceful. I don't know what your problem is. I feel like that's pretty much what he was doing. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. all the humanitarian people. Like, fine, what if we call it a peace policy, then? Is that yeah. better than Does that make you feel any genocide? better? Will people shut up now and yeah. leave us alone? God, like... I'm going out there on a limb and saying President Grant is a gaslighter. And <laughs> yeah. that is my official stance on President Grant. And there's our gossip. <laughs> and that's like, our gossip. President Grant is like totally such a <laughs> douchebag. He's a fucking douchebag. <laughs> and I hate him. But no, I he's a douchebag and I hate him. Yeah, so. I, don't, I don't really know anything. Uh, strangely enough, like American history isn't something it's I retain not, very well. No. I don't really know everything it's not that my expertise. Grant did. Yeah. yeah. The only side of American history I actually get really into is like this, you know? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Native American history. I'm like, wow, this is like so interesting, like mm-hmm. very cool and stuff. But like, present. I think I it's know. because I... it's too government and politicky. Like, yeah. I think because we all had to take government and like US history and stuff, and it's just so boring. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it starts to stress me out a bit. Yeah. I'm just saying, President Grant, like, who can make a policy like this and still be a good person? That's all That's all I'm saying. That's all she's saying. That's all I'm saying. And you know what? I'm here to offend no one because President Grant is also, spoiler, dead. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. He's allegedly. <laughs> He's allegedly dead. <laughs> okay, so people are gathering at the stronghold now. Mm-hmm. The Modoc people are already there. Now we have the military. They are all making their way down here. And so now everyone is gathered at this site, right? And it's always, gosh, it's crazy to think when things like this happen because the military's there, but they haven't made their move yet, right? But they're there. And, like, the Modoc people know that they're there. And everyone just knows that each other is there, right? And, And, like, they're right there, just right out of reach. And what I love about that for this like specific scenario right here is that the army could hear the Modoc people singing and dancing at night. (laughs) And this wasn't a normal singing and dancing. This was 
something that was called a ghost dance. And the ghost dance, again, from my understanding, from just the research that I pulled for this, if you are an indigenous person out there and have any other info on this, please let us know. Again, we would be more than happy to do an update. But from my understanding, um, different tribes did it differently, like a slightly different dance. But the, oh God, it's chills. The point of the ghost dance was that there was going to be like a Native American like revival, like all that were lost and passed away would come back and they would drive all of like the white settlers out back where they came from and like everyone would go like back to their own land and everything would just go back to the way that it was. And so this dance would go on for days, you know, and people would, um, I saw that like some people would like you know, hallucinate and, like, see things and, like, that kind of thing. Like, this was a very, like... So spiritual. Yes. And, like, oh, my And, God. I mean, we've seen, you know, Native American dances and stuff out there. There were some for celebrations and, you know, that type of thing. That mm-hmm. was not this. This, they were out there dancing for unity, dancing <sighs> for, you know, like, leveling up, essentially. Yeah. Like, they were really, like, coming together and, like conjuring up like the spirits of the land and everything with this dance and the army hears them and they're like oh god okay they're hearing the drums and like the foot beats on the ground and stuff they're like okay this is like a little unsettling um you know i love that the entire military is out here and you guys are doing this we're getting ready to bunk down and like okay you're gonna take time to dance and sing it's fine Uh you know gonna gonna let me tell you they do not have the camaraderie <laughs> that the Modoc tribe has going on right no. now. Not even fucking close. Oh, These no. guys are just like, I think I said this in the last episode, like they are hall monitor syndrome on a little power trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This oh, yeah. Is not, we are not the same. No. That's what the Modocs are saying. Oh, we they are, are not, the same. not the same because the army is already starting to get scared. Modoc <laughs> people aren't fucking scared. Like, you're in their fucking house. Oh. Like, you be scared. Like, oh, you think you have something to fight for because you have orders? You don't have shit to fight for. We this have is something to fight for. Land you know? given to them. Them by made for them by the creator. Oh, oh yeah, suck a dick, bitch. <laughs> yep, like, yep, yep, yep. God, I hope they get home. <laughs> Just so I, badly, I so know. badly. This will be like a nice little add to like the drama and chills of the situation. Oh my god, tell I me. pulled this from um, a source that like from a Modoc person saying this. So you probably won't find it in history book. I mean, a lot of this year, you're going to find a very different version in your history books of this. God, even some of like the videos and stuff that I watched and like the way that things were phrased and stuff. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like there were literally things on the um, Lava Bed National Monument website that were like, oh, and then you can see like the the rock art that the Modoc people left behind. I'm like, left behind? Behind? (laughs) Left behind? You want to elaborate? Yeah, (laughs) no, no, this wasn't left. You drove them out. They fought for their fucking lives. Like, left behind. Okay, you want to hear something real? That's just going to make you like, (laughs) what? Oh, God, okay. My little brother had an assignment in one of his classes. And my mom's like, hey, can you come, like, help Kevin with this assignment? It's like, sure, sure, sure. 
this will be easy. It was like, you know, she's like, it's very like English based. You're very right brained, Emily. <laughs> so I came over and he's like, yeah, yeah, I got to um, write a children's book about the Trail of Tears. Uh, oh, what? How does one write a fucking children's book about the Trail of Tears? I don't know. I don't know. I don't find the nineties were wild, man. Like, this was like recently. My brother's much younger than me. Oh, is he's my little that much younger. Yeah, my little brother's a lot younger than me. Yeah, oh, I didn't realize he was that much younger. Yeah. Wow. Uh huh. Children's book about the tree. Yeah, he's. I think he's seven years younger than me. Huh. Yeah. That's pretty wild. I was like a full ass mom, and I was helping him with this in high school. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I had to help it. Like, that was recently. Yeah. That's, and I was yeah. like, uh, what kind of, I don't know if it was just like, the teacher was like, what an assignment this will be, because it's impossible. Yeah. But, yep. I don't just know. Saying, like, yeah, it's not just like yeah, like a no, name. The, that the Modoc people left behind. Yeah. It's Make like, a children's oh book God. about the most, one of the most devastating things that's ever happened yeah. in American history. Yeah, like the Trail of Tears isn't just a phone alliteration name. Like, that is devastating. Oh, God. Yeah, no, we, I, I, I was, the woman was speechless. I we did not know what to do. have a long ways to go here. I feel like, you know, the way that we are telling stories very, very recently is getting better. We have a long Progress. ways to That's go. That's what we ask. Yes, we, we're, we're trying mm -hmm. here on this exactly. podcast today. Let's yeah, no more get children's book about trilogy. Children! Oh my gosh, I think that would scar my daughter for life. Yeah. To hear about the trilogy. I think if it I told her right this second, I think it would scar her for life. Yeah, it's, I don't even know how. I don't know how I would tell a child about that. But children lived it. Children were on the trail children of tears. Children fucking lived it, though. Okay, wow, God. We could go on forever, so. We really could. Sorry. Continue, Maddie. <laughs> to add to the drama of everything, the Modoc shaman, who was named Curly-Headed Doctor, Love that already. I fucking love that. No, the nicknames. Um, uh, they're just awesome Amazing. through this whole story. Oh my gosh. Um, Scarface Charlie. Scarface I will not Charlie. forget you, bud. Um, there's just a quick blip of one other person with my absolute favorite nickname in here. And I included them because it's just a really short story. And it was really, really cool. And the fucking nickname is like, I've uh, that's what you're going to call me forever. Like, yeah, oh, okay. just to just to keep you on the line here. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll teaser that. Yeah. So the night before, Curly had a doctor, the shaman, said that no Modoc would be killed during this. Not no. one. Not one. In fact, he took it up a step and he took out a tulle rope, he painted it bright red, and he made a perimeter around them and he said they're not even going to cross this not just tonight but ever they're never going to cross this rope and this is a different kind of confidence <laughs> than this is not even confidence this is they know like they know that they prophecy. have this. Yeah, this is not, you know, the military is over there. Confidence that this is going to be just a few hours, going to be really quick. No, they know. This is to nobody. Now this is fact. Yep. Yeah. Nobody is going to cross this mm -hmm. perimeter. So that brings us to the morning of Friday, January 17th, 1873. The army um, 
being on a rough terrain, doesn't even bring their horses because the horses can't make it over lava rock. So they're going to just go in on foot. They're not going to bring that much supplies with them because it's just going to weigh them down and this is not going to take very long. They brought little to no medicine with them, uh, little to no um, surgical supplies, <laughs> none of that was needed. And their whole strategy is brace yourself because it's so complicated. Break out the, the board here. Um, their strategy was literally they were going to break the army in half and then flank them and then compress them until they just had them all arrested. That's the plan. Yep, that's, <laughs> they brought in reinforcements for that plan. Uh, it's gonna be super easy. Yep, get in, get out, stay warm, like get back on your horses and ride on home. Mm -hmm. So, it is 4 a.m. Mm -hmm. and the bugle rallies the soldiers to wake them all up. And just a few miles away, the Modoc people hear it too. And they're up and they're ready to go. The soldiers get up and they're getting ready. You know, they're saying goodbye to their horses and they're getting ready to line up and head on out. And then all of the sudden, the weather changes huh. drastically. Huh. Yeah. So, Interesting. Uh-huh. I... I went real hard on this. I literally pulled up like the farmer's almanac and went back as far <laughs> I as I could so to much. like try oh to God. find what the weather was like. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, I couldn't find oh anything no, on the internet that goes back it. to 1873. But I, I will <laughs> I say that. I know. I tried so hard. But the average weather over the last hundred years around this time is in the low 20s. So it's already very, very cold. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it was already cold and still. But no, no. The weather changed, like, almost on a dime. Up from the Thule Lake came this incredibly thick heavy, almost like viscous fog. <laughs> like this was not even like an air particle. This was like an entity, like personified oh my God. fog came up and it covered the entire stronghold. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm going to, gosh, I'm going to make it fucking dramatic because it is like, it's it's crazy. So the soldiers are like, yeah, we're going to walk into this easy ass, not even battle. We're just going to, you know, walk in there and grab them by the arm and bring it back over and it's going to be fine. <laughs> they saw this fog come in and all of them instantly, instantly were freaked out. We're they like, wet their pants. oh yeah. Like, oh we're like, okay, shit. Um, <laughs> and it, you know, they're Higher-ups are trying to be positive. They're like, all right, men, like, here we go. Like, move out. They're like, oh, fuck. There's accounts <laughs> because diaries. Oh, love that people oh, had diaries back then. Yes. Yeah, there's several journal entries from soldiers of that day. Um, they were saying that they could literally, like, see, I don't, they could see the fog. Think of, like, Frozen 2, like, a wall of it. <gasps> yeah, and yeah. And if you were on higher ground, you could look down and just see fog as if, like, think of, like, a smoke machine almost. Like, yeah. looking down on it. It didn't raise up higher. It sat right, right there. And that's, like... It had a purpose. That's one of those fucking things where, like, I'm sorry to go back to, like, the Kamehameha thing again. But remember the, where oh, there was the that... the volcano thing? Is that what you were going to bring up? Oh, well, that too. But, no, okay. I was actually going to bring up, um, I think it was the... Um, Ali'i of Kauai, 
who, when Kamehameha was coming to take it over, but that ali'i was, like, really connected to the elements, and he, mm-hmm. like, went up on top of the volcano and, like, conjured that storm, and oh, then it, like, yeah. took, and so Kamehameha didn't make it to them. Like, that's one of those things where, like, right. is that a fucking coincidence? Okay, and, because like, the volcano, right, so. in the yeah. same story, the volcano, like, taking like, all those people. Yeah, like, exactly, like, no, that was fucking Pele, the yeah. volcano guard. Like, this was the ali'i, summoning the elements like this was literally the the spirit of the modok land and the modok people being the fucking 12th man and like rising up out of like this is not coincidence like yeah god i don't this is coming from like me being a very non-spiritual person very much enjoying spiritual things. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I fucking <laughs> yes. love spiritual things. But not being a spiritual person. But, like, that makes me, like, I, th- I feel like I need to reevaluate something. Yeah. Like, I feel like I need to sit and reevaluate. Emily's, for reference, the one where we'll be watching something on YouTube and, like, something will, like, a door will fly open. I'm like, it's a ghost. And she's like, it's a squatter. You know, <laughs> yeah. there is a scientific reason. I'm like, no, it's not. It's yeah, a I'll be like, there's a scientific reason. I don't understand that scientific reason, but I'm sure there is one. And I'm like, yes, there is I think a it, spirit from the beyond. It's my coping mechanism, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> the idea of spirits freaks me out so much that just like science is my coping mechanism. <laughs> well, the spirits or science or something fucking yeah. showed up this on this day. And that's that's how I cope. Oh man! So, <laughs> so the fog, this oh. fog. So again, they're literally approaching because they're just. This is the military. They're like, all right, press on, men, and they're literally walking up to a literal wall of fog. Like this is like Frozen Two. Oh, like that's all. I, oh, all I've been thinking of is Frozen Two. Yep. And once they walked into it. It, when the person lined up in front of you walked into that fog, they were gone. You <sighs> could not see them. You could not see the person lined up next nope, to you. No, it was you literally like you were being swallowed, like by an entity. One colonel wrote that walking into it, his mind immediately went to Dante's Inferno. He's like, <gasps> I literally like heard in my head, like, abandon all hope ye who enter here, like as I walked into that fog. Like, oh my gosh, my husband loves Dante's Inferno. I'm going to have to, like, ooh, be yeah. like, tell me everything you feel after listening to this episode, <laughs> right? Oh. So they are completely blind, completely vulnerable. And remember, they have bare minimum supplies. They got nothing. Because they were overconfident. overconfident. Don't be too overconfident. Yeah, then you get cocky. And you don't want to be cocky. You go, yeah, when you go from confident to cocky, you've mm. made a dire mistake especially um you know if you're in the military yeah don't do that don't do that bad idea yep they're already on really really harsh terrain and this whole place was already scary and uninviting looking you saw the pictures you know oh my god i it it was beyond what i could have imagined so like now take that and make it a fucking ghost story (laughs) you know like it's crazy Mm -hmm. so setting the scene here goes the military they've pressed on now they are walking in the fog they're looking to their left and right. They don't see their fellow soldiers. 
you, they don't know if they're in formation. They don't know if they're in line. Where is the line? Where are you? Where are your people? Where's your commander? I don't know. All you hear is voices. Soldiers start looking around, panicking. They're trying to call out to each other, like, hey, where are you? Like, to your left, whatever. <laughs> and so then oh, people so are, spooky. yeah, people are calling out. And so then they're turning towards the direction of their voices. So now they're getting all turned around. So they don't even know what direction they're going. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my and God. also they have zero visibility. Like, think it's been foggy zero. here lately, which I've loved in the morning. Oh, like, oh yeah. This is, like, oh, zero. I'm so glad I've been given, like, the absolute mm-hmm. environment mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, to what this is. Again, oh, my gosh. this Ooh. is, like, a viscous fog. Like, you feel it when you breathe it in your lungs That's kind of thing. the word viscous. Yeah. Viscous. Okay, yeah. Viscous. Yeah. Um, so... They're calling out to one another. Some see shadows. Some see bushes. Something moves. Someone hears something. So people start shooting. They're shooting at bushes. They're shooting at shadows. They're shooting at each other. They don't know. They're panicking. So now they're shooting, and then there's more shooting. But Captain Jack's people are not shooting because they're just hanging out. The army is inching forward and forward and they are just scared shitless and again you still have their commanders back there calling them names saying get up there like a yellow belly whatever get up there go and so they're just pressing on and on and on until they come to this giant trench in the lava and they all just stop and now the terrain was just just like a fucking nightmare. Now you're just in this, like, you're face-to-face with, like, this lava trench. And the commanders are like, go, keep going. And they're like, no, we're not going. We just came up to this fucking lava trench, and we still have not seen an enemy. We haven't seen anybody. Like, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. And if we remember, we had two flanking sides walking towards each other. So they're pretty much just, the army is pretty much meeting face-to-face right now. Okay, you mentioned briefly in the first, in part one, Mm -hmm. that, like, this isn't mentioned a lot in history because it's embarrassing. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Oh, damn, I'm realizing why. This is so fucking, oh, my God. This is so far, thus far, justice. Yeah, (laughs) this is, this is just. So their gloves and shoes are already torn to fucking shreds. Nothing's even started yet. Like they've literally just pressed on through this. This is how rough the train is. They're their own worst enemy right now. They're their own worst enemy. Literally. Yeah, they don't want to go. They're trying to like get back into formation. They're freaking out. And where the hell are Captain Jack's people? Where are the Modoc people? Yeah. The Modoc people and the land are working together right now because the land is their ally. The Modoc people. Mm-hmm. The Modoc people this entire time have been moving completely undetected through all of the caving systems, through all the lava tube networks that they know like the back of their fucking hands. They don't need to see in the fog. They know where they're going with their eyes closed. Don't oh come my at me. God. A lieutenant colonel that was there wrote that after 20 years in service, he had never seen anything like this and could have never dreamt anything like this up. He said, you you saw nothing. Every once in a while, from nowhere, from high, from low, from somewhere, you'd hear and see like a puff of smoke, and then you'd hear someone drop next to you. Oh, they were my God. sitting there because they're armed. They are sitting there. The Modoc people would pop up and go pluck and hit someone and then sit back down. They were not shooting and missing. Every single shot was with intent. And every single shot that they wanted to take 
hit. And Could so, you, okay, I'm just like imagining being some cocky ass motherfucker coming into this, yeah, and now I'm like all cut up and tired, like, shit, maybe this was a bad idea. And can you imagine like being basically blind mm-hmm. and just hearing like, yeah, like and see like, like fuck, 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 like pointing your gun yeah. over there. Oh my gosh, it's like a fucking movie. And then, I cannot. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Oh my god. No, it's I'm like, so into this. I don't know if I've <laughs> ever been in to an episode the way that I am like losing my shit over here. No, like okay, okay. the badassery of this is really. I have this really playing insane. out as a yeah. movie in my head. It's what they're ghosts. Yeah, moving Literally through this ghosts. area. That's oh. what it. That's. Also, in journal entries, they're like, it was like fighting ghosts. Yeah. Like shooting at ghosts because they saw nothing. And And hearing all this. Oh. So you can't see. It's fucking chaos and confusion. The people that you can see are dropping or you're stepping over people, you know. Oh, my gosh. There's enemies at every angle. The MODOK people, they're they're up high. They're down low. You see, you know, you see their gun go off and turn that way. It doesn't matter. They've already ran under that lava tube underneath you already. Like, they are fucking fast and efficient the fucking military didn't stand a chance (laughs) they they did not stand a chance again like the badassery like and they're not using traps like you're not getting trapped here it's literally people being hidden from your sight looking at you being like yep that's the one popping up and fucking shooting you and then disappearing again like men women children old young all of them like this is what's going on right now it's it's incredible. I was going to say, like, I at first I was thinking, like, oh, that fog showed up and the MODOK people are like, oh, oh, hell yeah. But no, I don't think they were. I think that fo- fog showed up and they were like, okay, so the fog showed up as planned. Like, I, 100%. Like, they knew. They fucking oh, yeah. knew. They, they were heard, like, okay, yep, and now next next step. (laughs) They heard the bugle go off in the morning and they're like, oh, okay, so the fog should be rolling in any second now. Yep. Oh, look, there it is. There it is. There's the wall right there. All right. Everyone. And I just picture them like being so cash about it. Exactly. Finishing up breakfast, like, you know, giving their kids a little like a bundled up hug and then like strolling over, you know, like so casual. BRB, like they're like sitting in their little hiding spot, like having a snack. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, is that someone? Oh, oh, look, it is. Well, shit. And then they're like back down, finishing their snack. Yeah. Like (laughs) reading a book. (laughs) Let me tell you what um, a couple of people in particular were doing. Um, Because these are real people with real lives. This is my favorite nickname. Are you fucking ready for this? This is the one. This This is the the nickname. Okay. (sighs) Shaq Nasty Jim. Are you fucking Shaq Nasty Jim? Kidding me. That is Shaq Nasty. One word. Shaq Nasty Jim. It is one. Like Shaq Nasty is. Yeah. And then Jim. Yeah. That is Shaq Nasty. That's that's not a rapper name. That is the coolest name. Shaq Nasty. I've ever heard my whole fucking life. I haven't even finished saying it. Like Shaq Nasty Jim. Yeah. That is that. Call me that from now on. That's it. I'm gonna go change my Instagram handle. <laughs> like, I, I feel love like it. Shaq Nasty Maddie also sounds really good. Shaq Nasty Maddie. Oh. Shaq Nasty Maddie. Yeah. 
Nasty Maddie. Um, Nasty Maddie. <laughs> it sounds good. I like, like it. Where I did like it come it. from? Like, how did he get that name? Oh, is there no, there's no God. history behind, like, there's no record of how he oh, got man. Shaq Nasty, I like, don't know. Uh, oh, maybe I'll or, dig into it. Yes, Scarface. Right? Scarface, Scarface, Charlie, yep. Scarface. Hooker Jim. Scarface. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not actually entirely sure how they all got their nicknames. I, I'll have to try to look into it. Finding specific things about this was a little hard, but I would absolutely love to know. Oh, my gosh. Um, Shaq Nasty Jim. Shaq Nasty Jim. If you have any information out there, people, please tell me. Well, okay. Mm. I might have a little bit of information for you. Because Shaq Nasty Jim's wife was pregnant during this battle. And she was in labor during this battle. This is a movie. And that baby was born. And that baby lived. And it went on and had other babies and other babies. And the person... Telling the story in this video, shut the fuck was a up. great great granddaughter of Shag Nasty fucking Jim. Oh, oh, I know. Ah. Like that would be the first thing out of my mouth. Be like, hi, I'm Maddie, and my great great grandfather's name is Shag Nasty. So like, fuck you. Um, that's incredible. No, yeah. This is. I swear to God, I said this like twenty times in the Kamehameha episode. Why is this not a oh, I movie? I know. I don't know. What? Because we're on our way to getting the story out there, and oh, someone's gonna hear it and be like, "God, yeah." Again, if a movie producer <laughs> is listening, we got some ideas for you. Please listen to the Kamehameha episode. Yeah. That also you listen to this. Yeah. Movie. Listen to this. Movie? Come on. Like, uh-huh. you can't turn down. Any movie with characters such as Captain Jack and Scarface Charlie, Sconch and John, Shaq Nasty, motherfucking Jim. Oh, God, it's so cool. But yeah, I was watching, um, it was one of the documentaries, and I liked that one because it was a lot of people with um, Modoc ancestry. Yes. And so she like dropped that bombshell at the very end. She like mentioned the Shaq Nasty Jim thing and how there was um, like a woman in labor and all that. And at the very end, she's like, yeah. And then that baby was my great great. I was like, what? <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, good it. thing she mentioned it at the end. If she had mentioned it at the beginning, you probably would have cried through the whole video, as yeah. would I. Yeah. I would have done the same thing had oh, I man. ever watched it. Oh my god! That's oh, wow. Unfortunately, beautiful. All of the information I have on Shaq Nasty Jim, but God, if there's more out there, yeah, my please, lord, please, I will. Please, please, yeah, my biggest hope is like maybe, maybe some of the people in that video <laughs> will hear this yeah. one day, and maybe she'll be like, oh hey, like you wanted to hear more. Yeah, like, I've got some information. Oh please, like it just if you just have one more story about not even just Shag Nasty Jim if you have any story about any of these people just so small just a small one please 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 tell us oh my gosh like, so if all you could this. tell me is like this was their favorite type of cheese I want to hear it I would love to know what their favorite color was like oh what a, like anything I want to hear all yeah every tiny little detail one funny thing that they said one time like yeah. this whole story of Captain Jack and everything is so amazing but if all I would have known about him was that uh, what he said in part one to the um, office when he went in complaining was like, I may be an Indian, but I'm not a dog and you're not going to treat me like that. If that's all that I knew, I'd be like, what a fucking badass. I love oh, yeah. Like, let alone all of this. So oh, if you adding to it. Oh, yeah. That's all it takes. Story. If they said one funny or witty thing one time, I want to hear about it. It's oh, great. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Anyways. Okay, we'll stop begging you now. Um, so the nightmare scenario for the soldiers is um, still going on. Uh, the soldiers don't 
they want to retreat, but they don't know how. They don't know where retreating is at this point. Oh it, my God. It's just fucking chaos. Oh, they could like turn and run and for all they know be running into further into enemy territory. Further into enemy territory. Oh, this <gasps> is like terrifying and like karma. A karma a little bit. Yeah. So uh, soldiers ran around in circles, probably running and bouncing off of each other. They eventually found their way um, back to the sidelines. Um, if you're wondering, no one even came close to that red perimeter that was set up. Um, not even, not <laughs> even in close? the confusion. Yeah, no. Oh my god. Um, but at the end of all of this, um, at the end of the day, um, there was no uh, Modoc people being arrested like they thought, uh, huh. like they predicted. Yeah. Um, there was actually several soldiers dead on site. Um, dozens more would die later of their injuries that they had, and dozens and dozens would carry scars for the rest of their lives from this entire conflict. And not one Modoc warrior, because they're all warriors now. They were, you know, men, women, children, young, old. They're all warriors now in my eyes anyways. Not one was lost or harmed or anything. An entire baby was born. That is how okay they were during this whole thing. Yep. And so the military retreated to regroup. They left. They left that whole lava field behind and they went to talk it out. In this regrouping, the most experienced officers, the most experienced high up officers in the U.S. military got together to assess how many numbers they were going to need to, quote, dislodge them from their impregnable fortress. It's annoying. Um... They did not know that they were only dealing with about 55 people here. (laughs) You want to guess how many soldiers they predicted they would need to uh, drive them out of here? 1,000. Oh, They predicted they would need to bring in 1,000 trained soldiers to deal with what they just dealt with that day. Oh, (laughs) my God. That's how hard... Their shit got rocked <laughs> during that whole oh thing. Meanwhile, people are just out there dying still, you know, like of wounds that they had. Like their poor horses are just standing there, okay. like glad we didn't have to do it. Shit, yeah. you know. I I love the idea too of that. Like during this quote battle, right? Yeah. <laughs> Technically, the Modoc people gained a person. Yes, they like, gained a person. They actually. Like, did not lose anyone. Yeah. They gained yeah. one person. Yeah. On, like, the stat sheet. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's plus, plus one. one. Yeah. And they're, they were actually in a way better position anyways because they, once the soldiers dropped, they went and picked up all their stuff. So they're better armed oh, now. wow. Yeah. Yeah. They really. You might need more than a thousand. Old buddy, old guy. <laughs> Um, So the aftermath of all of this, this whole story hit the worldwide news, like international news. Yeah, this was the first Native American conflict that did make international news. Whoa! Um, Within days, journalists were there on site. Like because the army retreated, but they're still, you know, they're on their side. But 
you know, they're still at the in National Monument. Yeah, yeah, like they're all there. Um, so journalists are out there. There's photos being taken of these people. And Captain Jack kind of becomes this folk hero, like, across the world. Like, not a folk tale because this happened. Yeah. This is real. This is all But, like, for example, like, some person in New York, New York, this happened in California, like, wrote him a letter saying that, like, some guy was trying to, like, move in on his girl and could he, like, come out here and take care of it? Like, (laughs) like, he was, like, yeah, people were, like, all about it. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah. Is that real? Did someone really do that? Yes. Oh my no, god. No, yeah, that really happened. Oh so like my god. people were all about it. That's so fucking Yeah. And I mean, that's the story of Captain Jack Stronghold. Holy fucking fucks. Um you're probably like, wait though, what the fuck happened? Yeah, like there's a whole rest of Jack's life. There sure is. And, and his people and Yep. And what happens? Because the military is still there and yeah. they're still there. The, the fog might have left, but they're all just still sitting there. And now there's journalists. Like, there's fucking media involved. So, that is why this is going to be a little mini-series. So, that was part two on The Stronghold, because that's what uh, my friend recommended was Captain Jack's stronghold. But, God, we need more. We need to know how it ends. So, instead of, like, dragging this on, since this is a good stopping point, oh, it, yeah. it really is. Um, it I, leaves I us feel on a, definitely resolution right Yes, now. it leaves us on a nice high note. Yeah, I want more, but I feel some sense of Yeah, so we're going to... Um, get back to our regular scheduled programming. We'll mm-hmm. do uh, Emily's episode. We'll do our folktale episode. And then for my next episode, we'll wrap up the Modoc Wars. Because they can kind of stand on their own. And it didn't feel right to call this next part just Captain Jack's story. because we're gonna to a lot of people. We're going to bring in, oh, okay. we're going to start talking about some interpreters. Like, we're going to bring Ooh. in some some ladies that were involved. Ooh. It's it's really wild. Um, <gasps> okay. So, yeah, the, that's probably going to be another two-parter. So you're probably going to have a nice little four-part Modoc War series. Oh, here. my God. Yeah. I love it so much. Oh, I forgot to mention this. Ugh, gosh. I am... I'm going to throw it in right now because we're not going to take the time to, like, edit all of this out. But I'm so excited for us to see it one day, Emily, because we're going to go to Lava Bed National Monument. Oh, my God. There's an area. So there's a trail. It's, like, a mile and a half long trail that, like, goes all through the stronghold and everything, which, oh, God, you can, like, walk on it. Like, that's crazy. Um, But off to the side... There's this big circle, like this cleared out circle, where they did the ghost dance. And like it's still there and you can see the circle. Are you fucking Yeah, like, oh God, I like all the hair on my arms just up saying that. Yeah, I, in one of the videos I watched, um, there were two, oh gosh, and again, they were uh, the ancestors of um, Sconchin, John. An old sconchin. And they were standing out there, like, talking to each other and stuff. Oh. He's like, yeah, I've always seen this circle here, and I didn't realize that, like, this is where they dance. Oh and it God. is just this clear circle. And there's, like, this little bit, like, right in the middle of the circle that's raised, like, a raised mound a little bit. But uh-huh. it's like, ugh. You can, you can tell, like, that it. is where. Oh, and, like, God. danced for their lives. Danced oh. for, like, everything that they had. Oh. And, like, it's still cleared out in that circle. And, like, that brings Oh, my gosh. Back. No, I have goosebumps right now. I don't know if you noticed the amount of times I had, like, the... 
like the whole <laughs> that's what I'm gonna call them the, the like the whole body like like where it goes through your entire body and your whole body shakes those kind of chills yeah I got those those goosebumps like oh what is are they're more like shivers what does Ross call them in friends the piss shivers I don't get them with the pisses I get them with the <laughs> Big things that yeah. happen, like oh my god, <laughs> yeah. it's a you good way to put your whole body. Just <laughs> <laughs> I love it so oh much. my gosh! Well, yeah. Again, if you are of this heritage um, or have anything to add to this, please let us know. And oh we would god. love to, like, yeah, add do like a bonus episode, like yes. add more information. Like, oh if yeah, you have it. We want to hear it. Please, 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 please. Yes, we and love it so much. If you want to stay for a fresh cup, bye. Good Bye. Okay, now it's time for a fresh cup. Fresh cup. Um, I basically just read the title of this one and saved it. So I don't really know what's coming. So nice. should be interesting. It's from subreddit Am I the Asshole? We love those. We love that one. Not going to read the title. You're probably the asshole. Probably. My mom and stepdad have been together since I was five, married since I was six, and now I'm 20. My dad died when I was five. Whoa. Uh. They've been together since you were five, too? Wow. That was real quick. Yeah, that was very quick. quick. Very quick. Mm -hmm. He and mom were separated but not divorced when he passed away. Oh. Oh. (laughs) I just need to read the next (laughs) sentence. Yeah, literally the next (laughs) sentence. Okay. And mom started dating my stepdad a few weeks later. I met him about five months after my dad died. He moved in with us after a year, and they married 14 months after that. My mom really wanted me to, quote, have a dad and found my stepdad a good partner and someone who would be a good dad to me. Only I never wanted another dad. So I always called him by his first name and referred to him as my stepdad. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. He and I have butted heads over this a lot. He thinks I should be his daddy's little girl. I think it's crazy that he feels I owe him that and owed him from the start. It annoys me how often he likes to bring up that my dad's dead. What? And the fact that I hardly remember him. Uh, (laughs) I almost felt bad for the dude. Like, I want you to be daddy's little girl. And now I'm like, what the fuck? Wait, what? Because a lot of my memories faded with time. And when I was seven, my grandpa died who raised my dad after my grandma died when dad was a baby. Oh, my God. So I lost all contact with that side. Whoa, you have to be so sensitive to that. Yeah. That poor girl. Oh, my gosh. Oh, The older I get, the worse it gets. And even with three boys, he still focused on me being his little girl. I have told him that I appreciate him, but I won't ever call him dad. God. Okay. I have thoughts, but let's continue. Because this is, I have like two more paragraphs still. I spent a lot of time with mom's parents as a kid and have a bedroom at their house. Sounds like my kids with my parents. (laughs) They have several rooms at my parents' house. We have Christmas at their house this year, and all morning my stepdad was bringing up these stories of adult stepkids asking stepparents to adopt them, and on and on, and told me I would be asking him soon enough after all these years. (sighs) He found this article on Facebook about a woman asking her stepmom to adopt her, where she talked about it being insulting to call her stepmom because she was always a mom to her. He said that was him with me how I only ever had him as a dad, etc. It got on my nerves. I told him to stop. So did grandma, who told him nobody wanted to hear about that at Christmas, but he would not let up. So I went to my room at my grandparents, grabbed some old art supplies I still had there, and made a sign that said, 
Jason, stepdad's name, you are not the father <laughs> of Gracie, me. Think the Maury show and how that was like a meme for a little while. So, Jason, you are not yeah. the father. <laughs> Our test results say you, you are not, not the, the father. father. Oh, oh my ready. gosh. Fun fact. Did I tell you my brother was on the Maury show? No. No. What? No. Yeah. How many, like, siblings you got on shows? I don't know. Like, my lord. Uh, Maury, he, Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Like, it's all know? Spencer just doing his fiddle thing. <laughs> my older brother was real good at the fiddle as a kid. Was that why he was on Maury, too? Yeah. Played the fiddle? How random is that? Maury had, like, a talented kids show. Which, like, Maury now would never. No. Maury in the early odds. I don't want Maury to have a talented kids show. I, I so want Maury fucking to funny. be, like... We have to find it. If you find Maury's, like, talented kids show in the early odds, oh, my God, please find it. Please. With Spencer Winberry. That would be fucking <laughs> no. hilarious. No. I, it's I've need. seen him on the Rosie O'Donnell show. I have not seen the clip of him on the Mo- Maury Povich show. I want... But it's a need. No, I need to see Maury and Spencer are in the same fucking frame. My dad is in it too. He, oh no, he is because, not. Because he backs Spencer up with the guitar. So, oh my god. This oh, is have the to find greatest it. thing I've ever heard. Everyone, Spencer Winberry, two S's, Winberry, the word win, the word berry, put together. Yeah. Maury Povich show, early aughts, if you can find his kid talented show. I'll, like, fucking post it on our yeah. Instagram. Oh. I don't know. If I can find it or if someone can for us, Yeah, it's happening. Oh, my God. I do have the Rosie O'Donnell one, though. Yeah. He mentions me. He does. He says yeah. I feel so famous. Yeah. Okay, anyways. <clears throat> the Maury Show. Oh, God. Yeah, that's <laughs> When dinner was back. ready, I brought down the sign and gave it to him and told him whenever he needs to remember, he can look at it and adjust his expectations. He was pissed. My grandparents and half-brothers laughed. The oldest of my brothers actually said his dad needed something like that because he never seemed to understand it. My mom tried to calm him down, but he told me I was an ungrateful and disrespectful little girl who would be sad when he finally gives up caring about me. This is the strangest dynamic. Yeah. I told him I never asked him to be a dick to me, but to accept I will never call him dad and will never allow him to adopt me. I told him we could be close if he'd just accept I don't see him as my dad. My mom wants me to apologize, but my grandparents think he should apologize for always pushing. Am I the asshole? No. What the fuck is this, though? I feel bad for everyone. Everybody. Like, I feel bad for I think every it, single person. Yeah. Like, to be clear, I think his intention of wanting her to be his little girl is so pure yeah. and wholesome the way he's going about it is fucked the fuck up fucked up mentioning often how her dad is dead like yeah. that is completely disrespecting his memory I and know. the way she feels about him and also i wonder if she would feel differently if he hadn't pushed so hard i wonder that yeah i wonder that too i wonder if she he's would going feel. too hard yeah he is going too hard this I is wonder. yeah don't continue sorry Oh, God, I honestly don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I think. I think he's just straight up disrespecting her father's memory, disrespecting her boundaries. Yeah. Disrespecting the way that she would feel about, like, it's not, I mean, like, yeah, you're not going to remember a ton about your dad if he dies when you're five, but, like, it's also different than if he had died when she was a baby. Regardless, she has every right to decide who her father is. Yeah, right. Like, 
No, what? yeah. And he, like, he he died. He didn't abandon her or, like, yeah. her, you know. I mean, yeah, her and, <clears throat> sorry, uh, her mom and him were separated or whatever. But she didn't mention that it was, like, an abusive th- or anything like that. Like, so there's not any animosity there. He passed yeah. away. And I was trying to get... I feel bad for the guy because he's clearly got something going on here. Like, he really, like, God just needs some major counseling immediately. I was really trying to think. But there is no, there is no nice way to bring up that her dad is dead. No. So I was like, well, maybe he wasn't saying it like, well, your dad's dead, so. But, like, there's no other way. Yeah, that how could that, that be phrased? Yeah, that's no. exactly what I was thinking, there's too. There's no yeah. way that you could phrase and, like, that. And, like, no, it wasn't nice of her to do that you are no. not. That. But it sounds like she has been very clear about the way she feels about this situation. And what the fuck else are you supposed to do? I kind of, because at first I was like, wow, like, that's me. I, I, I get where, I get where the guy's coming from. You know, like, and that would be hard if you were there forever and, like, all of that. I, I get that. And he feels that she's his little girl. Yes. And, like, you and know, the adoption. Pure. Like, that's very sad. It's way too bad that they're not on the same page. Oh, Because yeah. I think that, this could be very wholesome. Yeah, I don't feel like anyone's wrong here. He is going about it the wrong way. And that was reiterated to me when his son was like, no, he needed to hear that. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So everyone sees that he's Sees that he's crossed a major line here yeah. in from being, like, desperately wanting her love to, yeah. like, being pushy and disrespectful well, of uh, her birth father. Mm-hmm. And her mom kind of wanted that too she wanted her to have a dad wanted her to have a dad pick this mm-hmm. guy so he could be a dad and so because it was the mom's like well you need to apologize to him but the mom's parents were like no you don't he needs to apologize to you so it sounds uh-huh. like everyone's kind of on her side yeah yeah everyone who is in Except the right headspace about this yeah. to be like a little more objective right so that's like so i side. i guess i'm leaning more on her side where through that whole thing i did kind of feel for him like, yeah, God, that's hard. He, but he did she some just shitty things that. Yeah. where I'm like, well, no. dude, like, there goes my sympathy. Like, God, I, if he hadn't done, like, the, well, your dad's dead. What was the other thing he did that was super shitty, too? Um, Oh, saying that it was insulting to call him, like, insinuating it was insulting to call him a stepdad. Yeah, that's, like, like no, that's really, can't. as someone who has, like, had stepparents, yeah. like... I <laughs> I don't know. I first of all, let me say I no, I don't care how old I am or anything like that. Like, yeah, the first time that you try to tell me to call you mom or dad or something, like absolutely fucking not. Like, oh I'm yeah, it's over. Off. That's the thing is, I you think if be... he'd given it space, she may have. Maybe she would have if if mom and him had given it space. Yeah, and let her make her own decision. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite step-parents are the ones who are like, hey, I'm not trying to be your mom. I'm trying to be your dad. Like, think of me as, like, a friend. Yeah. You know, like, that's... And then, yeah, you get close or enough. Like, it's like, I don't need a mom. I don't need a dad. Yeah. I have one. Okay, already. even, like, when my parents, my little brothers adopted, when they adopted my little brother, mm-hmm. they, from the get-go, told him, like, you never have to call us mom and dad if you don't want to. We are going to see you as a son. We are going to treat you as our son. But we are not going to make you see us as parents because that is something that you need to decide. We got to pick you. You yeah. didn't get to pick us. Like, yeah. that's a very different dynamic. Yeah. He did. He called the mom and dad, like, 
fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. But, like, they didn't force that upon him. Right. And I think that probably helped him decide Absolutely. to call them mom and dad. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and see them as parents. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah, like, I think forcing it on her was, like, the, the worst, worst way they could have yeah. gone about that. And the weird like manipulative like so manipulative the facebook link and stuff it's it's fucking weird i yeah it's too far like at this point like yeah you're just being disrespectful would we like to hear the comments yeah Yeah. because i'm yeah they're um the overall rating was not the asshole okay yeah um okay this comment not the asshole jason is super disrespectful of your dad's memory Mm -hmm. and she said yeah that that's what pisses me off more than anything. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can tell. And then next, not the asshole, creepy as fuck. Your mom should have shot this down ages ago. What is up with his fixation? This does seem like some sort of weird obsession. Like, it does. Well, the mom's in it over too, this, though. Right. Yeah. It's been at least, oh my God, how old, did she say how she old said, she is now? I thought she said 20. Did she say 20? I think so, so like yeah. like 15 years? Yeah, so like so, by now he should have worked this out. Like yeah. emotionally, yeah. he should have worked this out. It this is, is not it her is responsibility odd. to make him feel it more is, paternal. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, there is, that is odd. And he has other children. So that's odd. It's yeah. not like... He, he always wanted kids. Yeah, and like this couldn't. is the and closest this he's shot. ever gotten. And he yeah. tried so hard to like fill that role, and she's just like, "You're not my dad," you yeah. know, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, sure, he but didn't like, have a girl, but he had what three boys? Yeah, like, like you, that's you got odd. plenty of kids yeah. to feel close to and connected to. Yeah, and she said like we could be close, but I'm just not going to see him as my father. Right. That's totally fair. Yeah. That's an absolute like legitimate and. and valid way to feel and it's not something that's ever going to change she is not going to wake up five years from now and be like ah you're you're my father figure yeah i feel like that's something that was most likely to happen during your childhood yeah like one day to be like no that's my dad and if you didn't that's fine he's your stepdad he's a great stepdad and he's like a father to you and that's great great. yeah Yeah, that should have been enough for him that's god i wonder what's going on with him well okay yeah the this person i feel this not the asshole normally, I would have thought the sign, or sorry, not the asshole. Normally, I would have thought the sign was a bit much, but apparently he would not get the message even after being told repeatedly and even after 15 years. Yeah. He seems to have real control issues. Yeah. Yeah. And his kids agreed. And the grandparents agreed. Yep. Like, yeah, the the comments responding to that comment were saying the same thing. Like, yeah. it's a sign when, like, the grandparents are also siding right. with her. And the other kids. Like, yeah, because, again, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, gosh, okay, like, you're both kind of just toxic. But I was like, oh, no, okay, he must be kind of overbearing if yeah. everyone, except for the mom, where it was really important to the mom for her to have a dad like that. Which, like, I mean, it, it would have been, she would have been okay with you just honoring her father's memory. Yeah. But also, she has a male role model here in her stepfather and hopefully her grandfather, you know, other people in her life. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. That one's a fucking wreck. That one's a mess. Yeah, Yeah. that one's... It's very sad. That was super sad. sad. It's sad for everybody. Sorry. I did... Maybe should have read that one all the way through before I started. No, but you know, it's a very interesting one. Yeah, it is. They can't mm-hmm. all be bangers. They can't always be Rita. Yeah, they can't all be. They can't all be like the fun. Clown. Some of them kind of break your heart a Some little of bit. Them, yeah, because that's so life. And that's, that's history, life. and that's current day, and that's spill the mead, and that's a fresh cup. Bye. Bye.
It's like, a lava tube. The tube. Yeah, yeah the and, tube of lava. 